Welcome to the Story Weaver podcast. I'm your host, Bron Rauk Mitchell. Come sit with me under the story tree as I weave a tale or two for you. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Storytime with Bron. Today I'll be doing something a little different. I will read three chapters from Swallow Me Now by Melissa Gisbers, and each Monday I will read another three chapters until we reach the end of the book. You can purchase a copy of Swallow Me Now from Melissa's website. That is melissawrites.com.au. Before I begin, I would like to say that the Story Weaver podcast website was finally launched last night. So if you want to go and have a look around, the website is thestoryweaverpodcast.com. And now, on with the story. Swallow Me Now by Melissa Gisbers Chapter 1 A New School Sam shivered as she looked at the sprawling red brick building. She didn't know if it was the cold Melbourne winter or if it was nervousness at starting yet another new school, but she pulled her favourite bright pink jacket tighter around her anyway. It's so big, she muttered. The building spread out as far as she could see in both directions, with a round white porch in the middle that had Green Oaks Primary School over the front door in large green letters. The playground had climbing equipment that reminded her of the other schools she had attended, and there were large puddles on the basketball court they needed to cross to get to the office. To make the school appear even bigger, there were portable classrooms at one end of the yard. My school in Nepal would fit inside there, she thought, as she looked at the portable classrooms, feeling a pang of homesickness for her old school. At ten, she had already been to four primary schools, starting prep at a school in country Victoria before her dad got a job in Nepal when she was in grade one. She barely remembered that first school. She went to two schools in Nepal, one in the capital Kathmandu, before they moved to Pokhara, which was where her favourite school was. It was also the smallest of all the schools, with only 20 kids and two classrooms. When they came back to Australia last year, she went to another primary school for two terms. Everything in Australia was so different to her favourite school in Pokhara, and she felt out of place and hadn't made any new friends. And now they had moved house again, and she was enrolled in Green Oaks Primary School. This time it will be different, she had told herself. She reached for her mum's hand and squeezed it, hoping to get some confidence. After a moment, Sam tried to work out if holding her mum's hand was cool or not. You'll be fine, Nane, her mum encouraged her as she squeezed her hand back. Sam could feel her cheeks getting hot. Her mum was trying to be reassuring by using the Nepalese word for little girl, the pet name she had called Sam since her mum learned it during language lessons three years ago. 
Sam wished this was comforting, but today it only helped to make her feel more nervous. Looking at the other students in the playground, Sam was conscious of her brand new uniform, shiny new school shoes, and bright pink raincoat. Except for the smallest children, who she assumed were the preps, the boys and girls running around were in well-worn uniforms, scuffed runners, and dull-coloured coats, if they were wearing one at all. They didn't seem to mind the puddles on the ground or the cold wind that had threatened to bring the rain. Deciding it really wasn't cool, Sam reluctantly dropped her mum's hand as they went through the gate. She followed her mum as she strode through the playground to the school office, avoiding the puddles and flying footballs from boys playing kick to kick. Sam imagined she could feel the eyes of the other students watching her as she passed although she couldn't see anyone looking at her. Starting a new school was never fun, especially not in the middle of Term 2, and not in Grade 5. Chapter 2 Meeting 5K How will I ever find my way around? Sam wondered, as she followed Mr Winter, the assistant principal, down a long corridor lined with school bags, dripping raincoats, and displays of students' artwork that added colour to the otherwise dull walls. He was one of the tallest men Sam had ever seen, and she struggled to keep up with his long strides. Mr Winter stopped at a sliding door, knocked twice, and went inside. Sam followed, her head down, trying to hug the wall as she stepped into the classroom, all thoughts of fitting in pushed aside by the fear of being the centre of attention. The teacher looked up and greeted Mr Winter quietly, then clapped a rhythm with her hands. The students stopped what they were doing and clapped, repeating the rhythm. Sam saw them looking up at her and wished the floor would open up and swallow her. Good morning, 5K, Mr Winter addressed the class. "'Good morning, Mr. Winter,' the class replied. "'I would like to introduce you to a new student, Samantha Phillips. "'Her family has just moved here after being missionaries in Nepal for the last three years.' "'Sam cringed as Mr. Winter mispronounced the name of the country she had just come from. "'I'm sure you'll all do your best to make her feel welcome.' Mr. Winters smiled at Sam and introduced her to Mrs. Kirov, the grade 5 teacher, before leaving the room. The class went back to their worksheets. Welcome, Samantha, Mrs. Kirov smiled at her kindly, then looked at the paperwork Mr. Winter handed her. I see you prefer to be called Sam. Sam nodded. Mrs. Kirov showed her where she could put her school bag and coat making sure she had her pencil case, and showed her to a seat. Sam sat down next to a girl with long blonde hair tied back in a smooth ponytail. Sam's hand went up to touch her own mud-brown hair tied in braids, with strands of hair already escaping from where they had been placed less than an hour earlier. This is Felicity. Mrs. Kirov introduced her to the blonde girl, who glanced up for a moment before turning her attention back to her work. And this is Jade and Shari. The girls on the other side of the table looked up and smiled distractedly. Jade had auburn hair that was cut short like a pixie, 
and Shari had olive skin and jet-black hair that was loose around her shoulders. Sam felt very plain. Mrs. Kirov handed her a worksheet. Do you know long division? Sam nodded again. Maths had always been one of her favourite subjects. Good. If you have any problems with the questions, just ask Felicity or let me know. Mrs. Kirov went off to help one of the boys at the other side of the room, who had been waving his arm in the air like a dog's tail wagging, leaving Sam with Felicity and the other girls. The girls at her table were ignoring her, pretending to do their work, so Sam took the opportunity to look around the classroom. It wasn't so different from the classroom back in Nepal. The walls were decorated with posters the students had created and photos of different activities. Clay sculptures and dioramas were displayed on shelves. Against one wall were shelves that had books and tubs of learning resources, and in one corner there were cushions for quiet reading. At the front of the classroom, there was an interactive whiteboard with a timetable for the day and notes showing how to do long division. There were four computers at the back of the classroom and a stand with iPads tucked away in a back corner. Sam felt a flutter of excitement. The technology looked cool, and she couldn't wait to use it. The students were sitting at tables in groups of either four or six. Sam looked around at their uniforms. Some were faded and stained, some had holes in the knees, others looked newer. But they didn't look quite as new as her brand new uniform. Another thing to make me different, she sighed, looking down again at her uniform, still creased from the packet it came in, and wondering how long it would take until it looked the same as everyone else's. Felicity continued to ignore her, talking with Jade and Shari in a loud whisper about the TV show they were watching last night. Sam had no idea what they were talking about, as she wasn't allowed to watch much TV. So she turned to her worksheet, smiling when she saw how easy the questions were. Sam started on the math questions, keeping her writing neat and the working out clear, copying the same format Mrs. Kirov had written on the whiteboard, as it was slightly different to the method she had learned in Nepal. Quieten down, 5K, Mrs. Kirov called over the increasing noise of the students talking. The only sounds I want to hear are pens on paper and minds whirring. Anyone who hasn't finished their worksheet can stay in at recess. The noise in the room stopped. Felicity nudged Sam in the ribs. You seem to know what you're doing. Can I copy? Felicity said in no more than a whisper. Sam wasn't sure she had heard correctly and didn't know what to say, but she made no move to cover her work or to make it easier for Felicity to see her answers. Felicity grinned and started to copy. Maybe she will be my friend, Sam thought. After all, friends help each other. At least it was a start. Chapter 3. Recess The school bell rang to announce the start of recess. Sam had been enjoying her long division, finishing the worksheet quickly, and had been given another one by Mrs. Kirov. The second sheet was one the class had completed the day before so Felicity had to finish her worksheet on her own. Felicity, look after Sam and show her around, Mrs. Kirov said as the students were leaving the classroom. 
Sam grabbed her snack out of her lunchbox and followed Felicity, Jade and Shari outside. The girls went straight to the gazebo at one end of the playground and met up with some girls from the other grade 5 class. After initial greetings and introductions, names which blurred in Sam's mind, the girls started talking about a band Sam didn't know. Out of the threatening rain and away from the puddles, Felicity and her friends started singing songs and making up a dance routine to go along with it, leaving Sam to watch and try to work out what they were doing. At one point, she tried to join in, but found it too hard to keep up with the unfamiliar words and dance moves. She shrugged and sat back on the seat to finish her muesli bar. Bored, Sam started looking around the playground. Her eyes settled on some other kids playing an unfamiliar ball game. Sam thought it looked like fun, and she looked longingly at them, wanting to get up and join in, but she didn't have the courage. What are you looking at? Felicity came over to Sam when she saw her looking at the other kids. We don't play with them, especially not the boys. There was a chorus of ew from the other girls in the group. Unless, of course... They were the boys from One Direction. This brought giggles and they started singing and dancing again. Sam sat and watched them move, slightly out of time to the song they were singing. She had no idea who the girls were talking about, but assumed they were a band of some sort. Felicity and the other girls seemed so confident and sure of themselves. I wish I could be like them, Sam thought, as she watched, feeling awkward and out of place. The girls danced and giggled until the bell rang. Felicity and the others ran across the playground to line up outside the classroom door. Sam followed and wished they had stopped at the toilets, wherever they were. I think they've forgotten about me, Sam thought as she stood awkwardly in line, waiting for Mrs Kirov to let them into the classroom. Felicity, Jade and Shari had arrived first and were talking together, ignoring Sam as she stood further back in the line. Once inside, Sam squirmed in her seat and tried to get comfortable. Yes, Mrs. Kirov, Felicity was speaking. I took good care of Sam and she'll fit in really well. She gave an innocent smile to their teacher, ignoring Sam once again. Sam couldn't believe her ears. Felicity didn't show me anything, she fumed, and she ignored me. But she didn't say anything out loud. Mrs. Kirov clapped her hands in this strange rhythm to get the attention of the class. The class quietened down and copied. Sam just sat there with her hands on her lap, not knowing what to do. By the time she'd figured out the rhythm, they had stopped. All right, 5K, Mrs. Kirov announced. Take out your project books and continue where we left off yesterday. Sam, I will come and show you what to do in a minute. There was a rustling of books and chairs as the students collected their materials and moved into groups. Sam stayed where she was and wished she could go to the toilet. At last, Mrs. Kirov came over to her. Can I please go to the toilet? Sam asked in a small voice. Felicity overheard and giggled quietly into her hand, making Sam feel even more uncomfortable. Why didn't you go at recess? Mrs. Kirov asked a little too loudly, causing giggling to continue around the table and spread to anyone close enough to hear. Um, Sam didn't want to get anyone in trouble. 
she had the feeling that wouldn't be helpful if she wanted to fit in. I forgot where the toilets were, she added, hoping it was the right thing to say. I didn't want to get lost coming back to class. Mrs. Kirov smiled kindly. Felicity, go with Sam to the toilets and make sure you don't get lost. This brought more giggles from the students close by. Felicity stood up and led Sam out of the classroom with a satisfied grin on her face. They returned to the classroom without incident, although Felicity had spent ages in front of the mirror, so they took longer than expected. Mrs. Kirov knelt down next to Sam and explained the project to her. Our unit of inquiry is Australian animals. The class have been working on it all term. Mrs. Kirov placed a sheet of paper with a grid explaining the different parts of the project and the animals she could choose from. Everyone is choosing six of these activities, and one is a group project, but as the term is half over, just choose three and don't worry about the group activities. Mrs. Kirov pointed to the different options, as well as ones that were for group work. Don't worry if you get stuck, just ask. Felicity can also help you. Sam looked at the list of activities and scrunched up her nose. She'd heard of most of the animals listed, but didn't know anything about them. After her success with the long division sheet, she suddenly felt quite stupid. The thought of asking Felicity for help didn't seem like a good idea, especially after Felicity had cheated off her maths sheet. Sam glanced over at Felicity, who looked like she was working hard on her project. Then Sam saw she was reading a magazine that had nothing to do with Australian animals. I suppose it can't all be easy, Sam thought, as she turned back to have a closer look at the project options. Some tasks were easier than others, but they were all a challenge. She looked around the class for some inspiration. Her classmates looked like they were working hard. Some were on the computer or iPad, and others had books. Some were writing, and others were working on more creative projects. Mrs. Kirov had told them all that silence was required, so they had their heads down. Sam noticed that Felicity and her friends had started passing notes to each other. She was sure that it had nothing to do with their project. Part of Sam wished that she was included in the passing of the notes. Another part wished she knew what she was doing so she could start her project. And that concludes Chapter 3 of Swallow Me Now by Melissa Gisbers. Please join me again next Monday when I read the next three chapters. And just a reminder, if you would like to buy your own copy of Swallow Me Now, you can do so from Melissa's website, melissawrites.com.au. Please join me again next Monday when I read the next three chapters of Swallow Me Now. On Wednesdays, it is Poetry Reading with Bron. So I hope to see you there when I share a few of my own poems and some of my favourites from Poets Past. Friday is Elements of the Craft. This Friday I will be discussing some of the so-called rules of writing. If you would like to submit any questions for the show, please do so by sending an email to thestoryweaverpodcast at gmail.com or you can submit them on the Storyweaver podcast website. Thank you. 
The Story Weaver podcast intro and outro were created by Paul using licensed music from Stock 20. Paul is also the editor for the show. If you would like to contact me, you can send me an email to thestoryweaverpodcast at gmail.com. Farewell for now, dear friends.